0: Congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 EVM podcast. Yes, you are. And I am on Zoom with Brooke Stanley. We are talking today about the dental healthcare system in New Zealand and universal dental as well. Um, not to, I guess, give you like a very tough question to start off with, but what are. Um, some of the challenges with accessing free dental in New Zealand?
1: Um, I mean, that's not tough. It's pretty straightforward in our minds. Uh, the biggest barrier we believe is cost. Actually. Um, I work my day to day workers with Auckland action against poverty. So we work with people on benefits, um, ensuring they get what they need from work and income, but also campaigning against the government to cancel poverty in general. Um, And we see a lot of stories and experiences in that space of people just not being able to access dental um, because it's too expensive. But then I know for all of us um, in general, if we think about even personally um, in our families or even in our communities, uh, we know that dental is so, it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. And that would be the major barrier for people um, being able to access dental care, and also just keeping themselves well in general.
0: And one of the statistics as well was that it was 42% of adults, but then it was even more for Māori and Pacific adults as well, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, um, I think there's, even the statistics that they do have, I think it would be even much higher in the space that I'm working with, mm-hmm. in adult poverty. Um, and often people come in when um, they have to get emergency dental done so they're either having to get their teeth taken out um, and there are, I know there are people um, who are also, you know, they're just doing it themselves because the pain's too much and the wait lists are too long or they can't get to um, emergency dental care, so, yeah.
0: And um, talking about costs as well, has dental care ever been subsidised in New Zealand for people over the age of eighteen? Because I know that it's subsidised for below the age of eighteen.
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't believe so. I don't think it has been. Um, I know when I was when we, when I was young and accessing free dental, it was so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember getting uh, my dentist telling me. Oh, when you turn 18 you're going to have to pay for these things so it's best that you get this treatment done now before you turn 18 yeah. um but I don't believe it's been subsidized, subsidized for people over the age of 18 um and that's why it's really important it's really cool to see the greens come out um mm-hmm. and say they're here to push free dental for everyone um there's been aspects of universalism across Te Parti Māori and uh, the labor party as well mm-hmm. so the Party are saying free dental for thirty-year-olds and under, and Te Pāti Māori are pushing for um, all healthcare under sixty k to be free. So it's just removing the cost barrier to our health. I mean, we say that we have free healthcare, but then there are aspects of our health, yeah, that you still have to pay for. So it's, I don't know what it's. It's a bit out of it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, I guess this can lead into. This group that you advocate for, Dental for All, um, could you maybe explain a bit about what they what they want, who who's involved and in, in stuff like that?
1: Yeah, so we're a group of um, anti-poverty campaigners, unions, um, there are people from the dental space uh, in Dental for All and what we're calling for is... Um, dental for, so it's universal um, in its delivery. I think what we haven't worked through at the moment is the models in which mm-hmm. um, that can that can happen, um, but it's nice to see the Greens come out with a really comprehensive plan ar- around what types of models mm-hmm. that are available. And I think we should always be pushing for healthcare to be public, mm-hmm. and it kind of opens up, the door for other things to be public and free and accessible for all um looking at other public services that we can offer that are free and universal it means i mean firstly i think it's the right thing to do yeah. um but then it also lifts the floor for everybody um and it's good for everyone as well and so yeah we don't see why there aren't a lot of other public services actually that are made universal too
0: and i suppose there's a flip side to greens and even to an extent labor's policies on this Have what about national act are they very against this idea of um free dental for all
1: um i know they haven't come out and said anything about <coughs> dental <laughs> yeah. yeah so we haven't really seen much from them um in this space but yeah
0: and um moving on and also i guess more costs as well um, but this time for the public health system, would it actually cost the public health system that much to expand into free dental care for all?
1: Um, I think, I'm not sure if we've done the costings for that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think what we try to really push is what's good for us um, should be prioritised, actually. Mm-hmm. And that when other things the government puts forward to say that, oh, we're going to invest into, like, um, our military or Mm -hmm. businesses, you know, like with the COVID wage subsidy, um, people don't ask those things. Yeah. Um, But when we ask to, like, you know, invest into our communities, that's a lot of the pushback that we get from people um, is, like, how much is it going to cost? And I think... What we don't weigh up is like the, the economic cost versus the human cost, mm-hmm. actually, of not investing in people um, and services that actually keep us well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. in my mind, it's like whatever it costs should be okay. And we yeah. should, be, should be pushing to have those conversations, actually, encouraging those conversations within our family, within our community. And even at a political level, I've found that we don't really have a lot of those conversations around what's going to be good for all of us
0: yeah i think especially this election as well there seems to be a lot of absence maybe for student voice as well and how students would be affected by say free dental care for all um do you have any yeah. stunts on that as well
1: yeah i think like at triple ap we pu- push for livable incomes mm-hmm. so and to address poverty and that's livable incomes for all people, not just people on benefits it's also students mm-hmm. it's also people that are volunteering or doing care work, um, people who can't work um, trying to move us away like I mentioned earlier to this idea that we have to work, the only way out of poverty is actually through working when actually there's so um, many ways in which all of us contribute to society and moving away from yeah that we're all economic Mm -hmm. units actually we're human and we're here and we deserve everything we need to be well and that Mm -hmm. we can create communities and societies where it doesn't have to be at the expense of each other actually or of papa as well, papa Mm -hmm. toanuku so um, yeah I think it's I think students do it too rough, so rough and you're right there isn't a strong student voice in this space I would say that um, probably the Greens Mm -hmm. have a really strong um, youth voice coming through and I know Te Pāti Māori as well with some of their candidates that are coming through Um, but you're right, not many people are saying that actually students I think two thirds of two thirds um, of students are living in poverty um, and yeah, we need to address that. Um, and we need to address it, uh, in ways that are transformational actually mm. just kind of like, oh, here's, um, mm. a supplement or, you know, actually addressing the root problem of poverty and saying, look, we need to actually check our ideals and our beliefs and go further in terms of, like, papa. Mm-hmm. what are the connections? Yeah, where do our beliefs come from in this way? So, yeah.
0: And um, I suppose the final question is, do you think that beyond this campaign, if, say, it was successful, that there's more room for other campaigns to make healthcare even more ex- generally accessible and more affordable?
1: We hope So that's what. Triple AP really is trying to push for this idea of universal services. Mm-hmm. So, um, especially given climate change and our need to really prepare for climate change, and people talking about what a just transition models could be or look like. And we're trying to really push for livable incomes to make sure that people have the money to prepare for that, but also that the government provides universal services. So making more things free and accessible to everyone to make sure that we can transition out of what we have now into a system, like I said before, that's more grounded in love and care for each other, actually. Um, and that, that doesn't have to come at the expense of each other. It doesn't have to come at the expense of Papa Tōnuku. um, It can honour he whakaputanga. And I guess really push for um, a society where we can all be well mm-hmm. um and not just in the healthcare space you know in the education space like why can't we have free education as well um why can't we have free public transport why do we have to pay for power like people talk lots about the cost of living crisis but we haven't actually stopped to unpack like oh there's actually a cost to live yeah <laughs> yeah um that's wild to me um that we have to pay to be well yeah. and if you don't that money then it's literally impossible to be well um and people we're not having enough conversations like that at a political level Mm -hmm. which it's disappointing and frustrating but i think it's not impossible to to bring these conversations and ideals and beliefs into that space
0: and i suppose finally is there any way that say, students, if they wanted to get involved with any of these campaigns and movements, is there a way for them to get involved?
1: Um, Yes, probably follow Action Station or get in touch with Action Station, Mm -hmm. either online or via email. Triple AP, too, if you want to get involved. But also, start organising. I know Dunedin has a really strong student body and voice, and so you guys start organising and you know, in your own areas Mm -hmm. with a couple of friends, um, you know, it only takes from, in my mind, it takes like two people (laughs) to start something. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I would really encourage people to, yeah, start your own movements or get involved with other movements, um, in your own areas. And, and because I think it's important to understand like locally where, where, what you need and where you're at, Mm -hmm. um, also be tied into like, tied into like national groups would be awesome as well. It just strengthens the movement for change, for real change. Thank you for listening to our Radio 191 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.